Hello, this is Salil from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 16th of September. India recorded 30,570 new cases of coronavirus in the last 24 hours, pushing the infection tally to over 3.33 crore. The number of new infections is significantly higher than yesterday's count of 27,176. With 431 deaths, the toll climbed to 4,43,928. Remember that these numbers are widely believed to be undercounts. A total of 76 crore, 57,17,137 COVID-19 vaccine doses have been administered in India since the inoculation drive began in January. Over 64 lakh doses were administered across the country yesterday itself. Various reports stating that officials in the country are aiming for record vaccination on Prime Minister Narendra Modi's birthday have emerged. Leaders of the governing BJP have been urged to promote the jabs and state officials have been told to double the daily rate of vaccination to celebrate Prime Minister Narendra Modi's 71st birthday. Dr. Sujit Singh, the director of the National Centre for Disease Control, told NDTV that they are planning to beat the earlier record of 1.03 crore vaccinations in a day. Like Dr. Singh, Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar has also acknowledged a huge vaccination drive will be carried out on Friday and the state was getting ready for it. It is also worth noting that dips in vaccination rates have been noticed recently in the states of Bihar, UP, Madhya Pradesh, Karnataka and Gujarat. Apart from this, six states and union territories, namely Goa, Himachal Pradesh, Sikkim, Ladakh, Dadra Nagar Haveli and Daman Indiu, and Lakshwadeep have successfully administered the first dose of vaccine to all their adults. Prime Minister Narendra Modi is scheduled to virtually address ministers, health workers and vaccine recipients in Goa on Saturday to congratulate them on the milestone, PTI has reported. Meanwhile, in the United States, the Pan America Health Organization said that children faced a significant risk of COVID-19 infection. The organization's director, Carissa F. Etienne, said, As more adults are receiving their COVID-19 vaccines, children who are not yet eligible for vaccinations in most countries, are representing a larger percentage of COVID hospitalizations and even deaths. As per Johns Hopkins University, the coronavirus globally has infected over 22.63 crore people and caused more than 46.59 lakh deaths since December 2019. Teams of the Enforcement Directorate arrived at the premises of the retired ICE officer and activist Harsh Mandar today morning in Delhi. The raids have happened just hours after Mandar left for Germany along with his wife, the Indian Express has reported. Officials from the Enforcement Directorate have made a visit to his home in Vasantkunj, his office in Adchini and a children's home in Mehroli, which is established by his organisation, the Centre for Equity Studies. The search operation is believed to have been started at around 8am. Reports from The Wire suggest that at least seven ED officials were present at his office in Adchini. While it is unclear what the ED is looking for as of yet, Mandar has also faced frequent administrative scrutiny in the past, although the agencies haven't been able to prove any charges against him. Among the various locations the ED has raided today is one children's home called Umid Amanghar. The home had been in the middle of a controversy when the National Commission for Protection of Child Rights, in its October 2020 raids, claimed to have found a host of financial and administrative irregularities in its functioning. The NCPCR went on to file an FIR against the children's home. However, the Delhi Commission for Protection of Child Rights has stood opposed to the National Commission for Protection of Child Rights in various surveys, stating that the NCPCR's raids on two children's homes were a result of the union government's political vendetta. Dear listeners, 
News Laundry has time and again vociferously called out prominent media-groomed spiritual personalities such as Sadhguru for their illicit means of duping the people as well as the government. Our reporter Pratik Goyal in an investigation learned that Jaggi Vasudev's Isha Foundation was evading taxes by siphoning off their income as donations, among other ways. In his report titled Trick of the Trade, How Sadhguru's Isha Foundation Evades Paying Taxes, Pratik puts together a set of case studies along with concrete evidence using bills and receipts to exactly demonstrate how the foundation is evading taxes. You can read the full story on the News Laundry website for free. We would like to remind you that not only do we do such investigative reports, but also produce podcasts, interviews, media critiques and much more. We also have events for our subscribers such as NL Recess, NL Bedhuk and this weekend we have NL Chatbox where subscribers can interact with the News Laundry team. This event is on Saturday the 18th of September at 7pm. But these sessions are only limited to our subscribers. If you aren't a subscriber yet, what are you waiting for? Buy a subscription today, go to newslaundry.com. The massive manhunt to nab the accused who was absconding in the Saidabad rape case has come to an end after the accused was found dead on railway tracks in Telangana's Janagao district, the Indian Express has reported. The 30-year-old accused in question, who goes by the name Raju, was suspected to have killed and raped the 6-year-old minor girl in Hyderabad on September 9. The Telangana police had been looking for him ever since and had even offered Rs 10 lakh reward for information leading to his arrest. However, speculations of an extrajudicial encounter have been raised in the incident as the Labour Minister Malla Reddy had made a remark on Tuesday where he said that the man accused of raping and murdering the 6-year-old girl in Hyderabad will be killed in an encounter. Following the incident, Hyderabad East Zone Deputy Commissioner of Police informed the News Minute that I am told that the police were chasing him and not heeding to the warning. He jumped in front of the train. Once all details are ascertained, it will be shared with the media. In a unique initiative to improve rural infrastructure, the BJP government in Uttar Pradesh has announced a new scheme in which any person can bear 50% of the project cost and name it after their family members. Announcing the scheme, Uttar Pradesh Matabhumi Yojana, Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath on Wednesday said, Under this scheme, every person will get a chance to directly participate in various works of infrastructure development in the villages. The government will bear 50% of the total cost of the project, while the remaining 50% will be contributed by the interested people. In return, the project can be named after the relatives of the collaborators as per the wish. The Chief Minister made the announcement while virtually laying the foundation stones of various road projects under the Prime Minister Grameen Sadak Yojana. The rural infrastructure and development projects that could likely come under the scheme are health centres, roads, anganwadi centres, library, stadium, gymnasiums, among others, said officials. Several other government schemes can also be connected with this scheme, an official added. Claiming both the central and the state governments have been continuously working for the overall development of villages, Adityanath said the new scheme could bring great opportunities in the villages. Newly sworn in Gujarat Chief Minister Bhupendra Patel's new cabinet took oath at the Raj Bhavan in Gandhinagar today. The cabinet formation was supposed to take place on Wednesday, but reports said several senior BJP MLAs were unwilling to renounce their posts. However, sources told the NDTV that chances of a revolt are minimal as the entire exercise is being engineered by Amit Shah on the insistence of Prime Minister Narendra Modi after reports that winning in Gujarat could become a challenge if Vijay Rupani had continued as chief minister. Amid the power tussle between the old ministers and the new names that were being considered for the cabinet, Bhupendra Patel decided to drop all ministers of the Vijay Rupani government and get an altogether fresh cabinet. Assembly Speaker Rajendra Trivedi resigned from the Assembly to join the newly formed cabinet. 
A total of 24 ministers will be taking the oath today. The first meeting of the newly formed cabinet is scheduled for 4 p.m. today, the Indian Express has reported. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 